we always when we get excited we talk really loud and we just like start getting louder as we get more excited about something my brother's really really good at it <laughs> my mom does it a lot and i'm always like Shh. <laughs> calm down you need to be a little quieter because <laughs> we'll be talking and then all of a sudden we're like that's loud and we're like oh my gosh we're not like yelling at each other we're just really excited <laughs> yep but i do it and i don't mean to do it it's very subconscious that's okay that's fine but my family we're all really loud yeah cool yep yep cool beans i'm excited you're here with me though i'm I'm excited we actually kind of get to hang out i know i haven't seen each other so long it's been forever too long dog dogs barking hello animal lovers welcome to my podcast where i geek out about animals i'm nicole and you are listening to animal facts This podcast may not be suitable for all listening ears, specifically young ones. And I just want to remind everyone that I am not a professional, just an animal enthusiast, because I just love learning about them. I think they're so cool and they can do so many cool things. Some things I say may just be my opinion, and sometimes I am misinformed. Or sometimes I am just straight up wrong. So forgive me, I am only human after all. But please email me at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com so I can correct myself and I also have the chance to learn from you. Thanks for joining me. Enjoy! Welcome animal lovers to the Animal Facts Podcast. I'm Nicole and my guest this week is the one and only, my soul bestie, aka best friend, Jewel! Jewel! She's my best friend. <laughs> yep. Soul bestie, scrunchy buddy. Scrunchy buddy. All the things. All of the things. All of them. So, to start with our personal question, Jewel, how did we meet? What's like one of your memories of me? Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's always such a funny, funny thing. <laughs> right. Well, and how we became friends was like weird. What's our history? Like, We'll just give everyone a little bit of our history. <laughs> right. Well, because when we were teenagers at church, mm-hmm. you were afraid of me. I was. I thought you hated me so much. But I didn't. <laughs> What's the thing? I, I was so intimidated by, like, you and Tracy and Kira, and you guys were all, like, together. So I was like, she hates me. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so intimidated by you guys. I didn't hate you. <laughs> My first day in, like, you. the Laurels class. <laughs> You, like, gave me, like, the little, like, the leaders gave me, like, the little soap present because it said buddies on it and, like, uh-huh. you guys were all going to be my buddies. And I kept, like, I sat next to you and I kept, like, accidentally, like, touching you because, oh, yeah. like, I would move and, like, knock and I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was like, she's going to hate me because I keep accidentally, like, touching her. Keep accidentally, like, hitting her. Yeah. I and I thought hate you. you hated me. No, I didn't hate you. <laughs> There was no hatred at all. I know. You just have a really bad RBF. I do. It's a problem. <laughs> but at least now with masks, people can't usually see it. That's so. true. Blessing in disguise right, right there. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Did you want me to get you a glass of water? Maybe. I'm going to get you a glass of water. Pause! <laughs> water for your soul. <laughs> Quench your thirst. Mm-hmm. It's very quench nope what would that be <laughs> relieving i don't know <laughs> i was waiting for you to say quenchable <laughs> it's very quenchable like, that's, that's not that's not right that sounds like a type of cereal yes it does quenchable 
Or like a lunchable thing. Or like Maybe a, like a breakfast lunchable. Or it's like a drink. Oh, yeah. Like quenchable. a Capri Sun thing. Yeah. Quenchables. <laughs> Quenches your thirst. It's the, the quenchiest. The quenchiest. <laughs> that's funny. Mm-hmm. Well, that's our history. <laughs> yep, that's where it all started. Jewel was not I hatred did not hate towards Nicole, me, but she thought that I hated. I did, her, I so. did, I did. But then we ended up working together, and then that's where our friendship just blossomed. Yep, and we became besties ever since. Yep, and then I married her nephew. <laughs> yes, she did. That's the other thing. Jewel's technically my aunt. <laughs> yes, <laughs> not just my best friend. <laughs> yep, which is weird, but we don't say that. We just say best friends. Yep. Because that's what it was before we were related. <laughs> yep. So, whether or not Josh is in my life, you will always be in my life. Well, that's good. But Josh will always also be in my life. Yes. Anyways. Yes, he will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yep. <laughs> uh, I need to find... There it is. All right. So, you ready for... Trivia. Ready to find out about what this animal is and all the cool uh, things about it? First clue. What animal, similar to humans, has a preference of being, like, left-handed or right-handed? It's not necessarily with hands. It could be paws. Paws. Or some other appendage they have. Fins. Either way. But they have a preference of using their right or left. Similar I know to that. I have heard of an animal that does that but i can't think of what it is <laughs> so perfect some sort of cat maybe <clears throat> maybe it is also the main the normal clue i give every time too how we do i don't know when it started at what point in the podcast but it did gnats yep i've got fruit fly slash gnats because they try to eat my plants it was in my face I smash them all the time. I hate them so much. If I see them, I just, like, smash them. <laughs> anyway, so if you randomly hear me, like, oh, yeah, hit the that. table. That looks like a dead one. Ooh. Is it dead? Nope. It's not. Well. And now it is. Now it is. Gross. Anyways. <laughs> it is a mammal. And it does have an A in it. It does I have had, an A. I had to look at the uh-huh. spelling just Cat. <clears throat> Good guess, but no. I know, it's not bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, your next clue is goats have been known to save them. Goats have been known to save them. Mm-hmm. Because of goats, they, uh, some of them that have been rescued have been saved. Nope, got nothing. <laughs> and then your last one is only a few animals can recognize themselves in a mirror, and this animal is one of them. Huh. That's an interesting fact. Mm-hmm. Not many animals other than humans can recognize themselves in a mirror, but this animal is one of the few that can. Weird. hmm I have no idea. Nothing. Drum Nothing. blanks. Yep. Ready? Yep. <laughs> Drum roll! It is... Your favorite animal, the elephant. <laughs> Yay! Yay! I love elephants. I know. I didn't know those things, those facts. I know. I was like, she's gonna know I'm gonna do an elephant, but I don't want to do an elephant. But then I started to do the elephant, and I was like, oh my gosh, these things are cool. <laughs> I'm actually now excited to talk about elephants. 
I almost did something called an elephant shrew just to like mess with you that it was an elephant, but it's not. But I found the elephants actually really cool, so I got excited elephants to talk about cool. them. Hmm? I don't know. How much do you know about elephants? Not very much. Cool. I, did, I also didn't know very much. I yeah. just knew that I just they think had, that like, they're cool. They look good cool. memories and they're large. Yep. <laughs> That's pretty much and it. And they're like really good with their trunks. Yep. Which we will talk about all of those things. Sounds so. good. Elephants! Yes. Now you have so many reasons to love them. Yep. And I'll give you all of the reasons. <laughs> Sweet. So, some general information about elephants is that they are the largest land mammal on Earth. I didn't know. That, that. is still alive. Yes. Not extinct. Yes. Which the opposite of extinct is extinct or extant or something. Extant? Something like that. It's like E-X-T-A-N-T or something. Yeah. So, fun fact. Because I was reading and I was like saying that word. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's opposite of extinct. I understand. <laughs> that makes sense. God, it's just an awkward word to say. Yes, it is. Because we don't say it often. No. Um, so, most experts recognize two species of elephant. Do you want to guess what two? African. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the other one is. Asian. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yep. So African and Asian elephants, but then there are um, subspecies of both of those. And the main difference is the continents they come from. But then there's also physical traits that separate them as well. Okay. Um. So there are several subspecies that belong to each of the two main species. However, experts argue over how many subspecies there are and whether they should be their own species rather than a subspecies because of genetics and other differences and DNA things. So it's like an right. ongoing argument between scientists of they need to be their own species. They're just a subspecies. It's like, so for now, they're subspecies. <laughs> okay. But maybe they'll be their own one day. Interesting. Yeah. So we're talking about elephants in general. I didn't pick a specific one. That's fine. Because there was a there was a few, and I didn't know which one to do. So we're just doing them in general, and then if there's differences between them, I will emphasize the differences. Sounds great. Yes. Do you have a favorite of African or Asian elephant? No. Do you know the difference between the two? No. Great. I will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> great. Great. <laughs> They're great. Um, so elephants, their appearance, for those who don't know what an elephant looks like. Yeah. Um, elephants are grayish to brown in color and their body hair is sparse and coarse. They, so they do have hair. Um, Asian elephants differ in several ways from African elephants. Um, and then these are how you tell the difference between an African and an Asian elephant. Their ears. African elephants' ears are much bigger, and they kind of have the shape of, like, the African continent. Weird. Have you ever noticed? Uh-uh. There's my phone. Oh, it's behind me. Ah, I'll show you a picture. I always thought African elephants' ears were cool because they looked like African. the continent. Mm-hmm. Weird. Mm-hmm. Elephant ears. Do 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 do. Ah. Where are you going, phone? No one it knows. took me to Amazon for some reason. That's weird. It is weird. Are you trying to buy elephants? <laughs> I guess so. Yep. They have the shape of Africa continent. See? Weird. Yep. That's kind of cool. Yeah. 
Um, and then the Asian elephants' ears are smaller, so like African elephants are very big and fan shaped, and then Asian elephants are smaller, and they kind of look more like India, huh? Which is in Asia. Yes, so, it is. There you go. Does that mean is Dumbo? Dumbo is, is an African, African elephant, yeah. so he was delivered to the wrong mama. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, Dumbo's an African elephant, and he was given to an Asian elephant. <laughs> um, so, then also their tusks. So, both male and female African elephant grow long tusks, but only some Asian elephant males will grow tusks. So, not all of the males grow tusks for Asian elephants, and then a few females will grow, like, these little stubby tusks that are very barely visible, and they have a specific name for them, but... I forgot what it was. <laughs> um, but I think it's funny. There's like these cute little stubby Those guys. Little stubs. Uh-huh. Huh. Yep. I did not. I also didn't. <laughs> um, and then that is where their left or right handed thing comes in. So they'll be left or right tusked. Okay. So they have a preference of being left or right tusked, and you can tell which one they are because the one that they use them more often will be smaller from all the wear and tear. Ah. That makes sense. Yeah. But I think it's funny that they have a preference. That is weird. Right? Really, it's like which way they want to turn their head, right? And like what tusk they use to like dig or yeah. prod things. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, their tusks do serve many purposes. They extend. So their tusks aren't just like these bones that grow out of their face. They're actually teeth okay. that are ivory. So they're like giant like incisors. Yeah. Um, so they're used to protect the trunk they're used to lift and move objects gather food strip bark they can also be used for defense or in times of drought they'll use them to dig holes to find water underground so very versatile teeth yes (laughs) what if we had those right these giant teeth and we just used them can you imagine like kissing with those (laughs) Would you even be able to? You'd have to, like, do it upside <laughs> down just, or like, something. We're both turning our heads. Like, how would we, like... It'd have to, like, come right to, like, your side of your cheeks awkwardly. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I wouldn't want to be the people that get tooth-tied. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds painful. Yes, it does. Also, can you imagine having to get those ones pulled or whatever? Ugh. Or would you have to, like... Shave them down. Would you just, like, file file them down? Would they have the same nerves as your other teeth? Because if so, then maybe you won't be able to. Because teeth have nerves. Right. Because they're not actually bone or anything. They're their own weird thing. Teeth are weird. Teeth are weird. But these teeth are ivory. Okay. (laughs) But the rest of their teeth are not ivory, I don't think. It's just their tusks. Yeah. They're extra long incisors. Uh Super weird. Yep. Um, and then the other difference they have is their head shape. So African elephants have a more rounded forehead, while Asian elephants have those, like, two little domes mm-hmm. with, like, the little indent down the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then their trunks. The tip of an African elephant's trunk has two, like, little fingers or lips at the tip of it, which they use to kind of pick things up more like in a pinching motion, while Asian elephants only have one. And then their trunks are used to pick up objects, trumpet warnings, greet other elephants, and suck up water for drinking, bathing, and also lots of other things, which we 
We'll talk more about their trunks later. I have a whole bunch of random things about them. Because their trunks are crazy in itself. They're weird. I don't understand how they suck up water and it's not like... I feel like their trunks... Trying to drink water through your nose. Right. (laughs) That's what I feel like is happening. Right. Because if you get water up our noses, it's like super painful. It hurts. It stings. Yeah. we, yeah, it's very painful. Your eyes get watery. Uh-huh. Very, very painful. Yeah. But they're just like, whoop. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we will talk more about their trunks near the end because their trunks are pretty wild. Okay. I promise we will talk about them. There's a lot of information about their trunks. <laughs> uh, another way to tell the difference is their back. So African elephants' back is um, concave, which has like a small little hollow in it. And then the, the Asian elephants have a slightly domed back. And then also their size. African elephants are much larger than Asian elephants. Yeah. Um, specifically, the one of the subspecies of African elephants is like the largest one. Um, and so African elephants, males, the adult male can weigh anywhere from six to eight tons. And f- the male Asian elephants can weigh anywhere from five to six tons. So, do you know how heavy that is? Nope, I just killed a bug. Gnat! <laughs> Good job, kill the gnats before they kill my plants. Yep. Um, so, one ton is about 1,000 kilograms, or approximately 2,204.6 pounds, which is still hard to fathom. Yeah. Um, but if you calculate that, I don't have, like, a comparison of, like, this is what weighs this much, like, uh-huh. a bus or anything. Right. But... African elephants, if you kept, like, change it to pounds and kilograms, are about six to 8,000 kilograms, or 13,000 to 17,000 pounds. That's a lot. It is very, very much. That is very large. I should have found, like, good things that weighed that much, but I didn't. I wasn't thinking about it. I got distracted by lots of other things <laughs> about the elephant. That's okay. Um, and I was also just like, how much is six to eight tons? <laughs> because <laughs> i don't know yeah but i can i can imagine more of pounds yes um so asian elephants are about five to six thousand kilograms or eleven thousand to thirteen thousand pounds okay. they're really big yes i'm only like 130 pounds so multiply that by yeah a lot a lot a lot you're good at math <laughs> I would still need the calculator. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> um, so African elephants are about three to four meters tall, um, which is about 10 to 13 feet. And that's just to their shoulder, not like the top of their head. And then Asian elephants are about two to three meters or about eight to 10 feet to their shoulder. And then a weird thing about their anatomy is that males and females both possess um, two glands that are that open between their eye and their ear. <laughs> and... Um, both males and females secrete a fluid called temperin out of this gland, which I will talk more about that later, too. That sounds gross. Right? (laughs) (laughs) It's super weird. And we talk more about how weird and gross that is for the males later. (laughs) Cool. Yep. (laughs) Um, so their conservation, do you know what... Uh, their conservation level is like are they endangered least concerned vulnerable threatened any guesses um i think they're somewhat endangered or threatened 
something like that. Yeah. 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 So the IUCN classifies the Asian elephant as endangered and the African is the African elephant is considered vulnerable. So they're not sure how many Asian elephants remain in the wild, but they do know that the population is decreasing. Okay. And then as for African elephants, they know that there's about just under a half a million in the wild. So there's like 415,000, like 100,000 or whatever mm-hmm. in the wild. And their numbers are actually going up. Well, that's good. Yeah. So African elephants are on making a comeback, but Asian elephants are not. Sad. So Asian elephants need more help. <laughs> yes, they do. Um, And their biggest threats to like why they're struggling is... Poaching and habitat loss. Yep. So. That was my guess. Yep. That's their biggest thing. Sad. Humans. Because humans suck. They are the worst. Their history. um, The fossils recorded indicate that they have been around, like there have been more than 300 species that have walked the earth at some point in time over the last 55 million years. Wow. Right? And now we only have like two main species. Right. Or more, but there's only like, I think... There's three Asian elephant subspecies and two Africans, so it's only, like, what, five to six right. species of elephant, when at one point there was 300. Crazy. Right? <clears throat> um, so elephants have been pretty successful for their, you know, I mean, if you compare to the 300 that used to be, maybe not so successful, <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> decently, they're still here. Yes. <laughs> um, because... They've been around for a long time still, though. They're still here. Yay. Just, you know, we're just slowly wiping them out because we suck. Yes. Um, but the first true member of the family, which is like their great, great ancestor of what our modern elephants are, is was the, oh, science words are so hard. Morotherium. That word. That looks good. <laughs> science words are not. I feel like I say that every time. I'm like science words. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm not good with science words. That sounded right from what the <laughs> word looks like. <laughs> um, which they believe was about the size of a pig. A pig? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it's believed to have lived in swampy environments. Um, Can you imagine a teeny tiny elephant that big? <laughs> right. Well, there were, there are, like, these pygmy elephants, but they're not sure if they're, like, true elephants or not. There's some science that's going on about it. Huh. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of weird genetic things, because there's rodents that are more closely related to elephants than they are to right. rodents. Right. What? Weird. How can this tiny little furball be related to this giant elephant? Right. But they're related. It's like the chicken related to the T-Rex. Super. Well, that one makes kind of sense. Yeah, I guess. But still. Yes. Super it's weird. weird. <laughs> so yeah, it's still like this giant thing versus this little thing uh-huh. that's like carnivore. But I mean, I guess chickens are kind of carnivore. They eat anything. Yeah. Anyways. Yep. <laughs> um, so they also like... The recently extinct mammoths also were part of, like, the modern elephant thing. So they have, like, a weird, like, they're related to this tiny thing, but also this giant thing. And they're they're not really sure. <laughs> they're still cool. trying to figure it out of, like, all of the elephant history. Because there's a lot. And there's a lot of weird cross 
crosses yep. with other genetics. Genetics are weird. Genetics are weird. And trying to figure out their genetics based on fossilized bone is probably really hard. Yes, I so, would imagine so. Yeah, it's weird. Um, but the modern elephants like are believed to have evolved about 5 million years ago rather than the 55 million years ago. Okay. Um, and since then, elephants have evolved in, to live in many different habitats, and their fossils have been able to be found all over the continent, except for Australia and Antarctica. So, elephants have never roamed in Australia. Huh. <laughs> or Antarctica. Okay. But they have been found everywhere else, which is pretty cool. Um, so some of them were dwarfed or pygmy size, mm-hmm. which only stood to be about three feet high, which doesn't seem super small, but you compare it to, like, what our giant elephant is right now, we're like, oh, that's pretty small. I mean, that's, like, a little... It's a large dog. Less than Lila. Yeah. <laughs> Lila's her seven-year-old. <laughs> yes, she is. That is my daughter. Yep. So, three feet. But then there's also the mammoth, which became extinct in Europe, and that was 14 feet high. So right. they have, like, a very wide Giant. range. So, a lot of, lot of different species. Yeah. Um, and then some of them have also, like, some of the fossils they found that are elephant species have had strange, like, twisted tusks. Some have had four tusks or none, or their tusks were, like, developed into, like, flat teeth that were designed to work more like a shovel. Weird. Right? So instead of them being, like, these rounded points, they're, like, flat. Weird. (laughs) Imagine a shovel coming out of your face. Right. Two of them. Right? (laughs) Weird. So, I mean, it would be a lot easier to sit on that one as a person. Not that it would be comfortable for someone to sit on your tooth, but... (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, unless you're really big and it's not a problem and you're only, like, a five-pound human. Yes. Either way. Super weird, and it would have been kind of cool to see all of those things still alive. Yeah. You know, maybe one day we'll get to see them alive. Maybe. Maybe. But, yeah. So, their environment. Do you want to guess where they live? (laughs) Africa. Africa. (laughs) And? Asia. Asia! (laughs) So, African elephants live in the sub-Saharan Africa, uh, the rainforests of Central and West Africa, and the Sahel Desert in Mali, according to National Geographic. Okay. And then Asian elephants live in Nepal, India, Southeast Asia, in scrub forests and rainforests. Cool. So, yeah, basically, as long as there's water and vegetation, yeah. they are happy to be there. Yeah. Yep. So, speaking of water and vegetation, what do elephants eat? <laughs> um. So... Do you want to guess what they eat? Plants. Plants. That's all you got. That's all you got. (laughs) (laughs) Good guess. Both species do eat plants. (laughs) They eat all types of vegetation, which includes grass, fruits, leaves, bark, and roots. So they are herbivores. Um, And do you want to guess how many hours they spend eating a day? I don't know. A lot? 16 to 18 hours a day. Man, Which, if we ate 16 to 18 hours a day. It'd be the whole time we're awake. Yes, it would be. <laughs> Literally, we just wouldn't stop eating. <laughs> we would just, I feel like we'd have to just eat, like, one thing. Like, like, one piece of one thing. Every, like, and chew it really slowly. Right. 
and just move as slow as a sloth <laughs> to make it drag out that long. Right. I don't know. Like, uh, you'd have to eat, like, literally, like, one thing of cereal. Yep. But even that, I feel like I, I'd get full within just a little bit. Yes. <laughs> Especially because the slower I eat, the fuller I get faster. Yes. Huh. I don't know how we would do that. How big are I guess stomachs? Really big, considering they're giant. They are giant. <laughs> I don't know how big their actual stomach is. I don't have that. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> but really big. Yes. If they spend 16 to 18 hours consuming, ready for this, anywhere from 165 to 330 pounds of food. Whoa. So that's how big their stomachs are. That's a lot. They eat more than my weight in food. Yes. <laughs> um, and in kg, that's 75 to 150 kg. So crazy. Yep. I feel like I could comfortably fit in their stomach. Probably. Which sounds gross. Yes, And it does. very uncomfortable. Yeah. But. Not actually do that, but. No. Because I still feel like it'd be squishy. Literally Ooh. squishy. <laughs> but. <laughs> I feel like I'd at least have some room to kind of wiggle around, maybe like fetal position. There you go. Which can be comfortable. Yes, it can be. Either way. No thanks. No. Um, elephants drink their water by sucking as much as 10 liters or 2.6 gallons of water into their trunk, and then they squirt it into their mouths. <laughs> so, put like a little hose on your nose. <laughs> a hose on your nose? A hose on your nose. Suck it up, breathe it in, and then put it in your mouth and squirt it out. They must have some sort of closure <laughs> at the top of their trunk so that the water doesn't go up in their brain. Yeah. That would be my guess. Yeah. I honestly don't remember if I cover that. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly That's getting, I forget, like, way too into I the anatomy. so much of the information I research, because, like, as soon as I do another animal where it's been, like, a day or two, I'm like, I don't remember any of this. <laughs> so I'm, like, reading it again. I'm like, oh, right. I forgot about that. So I don't remember everything I got, but That's I know okay. I have some stuff. That's okay. <laughs> but, yeah. But still, imagine sucking up 2.6 gallons of water through your nose. Like, two and a half jugs of milk. Yeah. That's a lot. That is a lot. I I can't even do, like, what is it? Isn't that, like, a challenge? Like, the cho- like the milk challenge? Like, people try to chug a gallon of milk. Oh, I think so. And most so. people throw up because it's yeah. a lot of milk. Yeah. Because it's also gross. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. <laughs> um, they also will use their trunk to eat, like, blades of grass and leaves they just use it to pick them up um they can crush fruit under their feet and then they'll eat it nice so yep nice that's what they eat and drink food of vegetations (laughs) i tried to say fruit but i said food fruit and vegetation (laughs) herbivores yes um and then what are their threats and predators what do you think kills and eats elephants Humans. Humans! We we do, because we suck. Yes. What else? What are their more natural enemies? Uh, I don't know. Big cats? Yeah. Lions? Yeah. Yep. Carnivores, lions, hyenas, somehow crocodiles. Huh. And I think that's only if they're, like, sick or dead, the crocodiles will go and eat them. Right. But I don't think crocodiles kill an elephant. <laughs> 
I would. I feel like I an elephant could just like squash the crocodile. Right. The elephant could just stand on top of it, right? And it would be dead. Literally, roadkill the crocodile. Yeah. So, but I think yeah, they mostly prey on like young or sick, orphaned, or injured elephants. Well, yeah. I guess the crocodile could probably take down a baby elephant. Yeah. In the water, if it like in the water. grabs it and pulls yeah. it, which is sad. Yes, it is. But still, um, yeah, that's how those animals get. Those animals. Okay. <laughs> the young, sick, orphaned, or injured ones. Um, but yeah, humans are their biggest threat, though, um, because habitat loss and illegal poaching, yeah. which I don't know why, because we suck. Because they want their ivory. Yeah, but why? Just it's say. not that special. They can sell it for a lot of money. <laughs> Still not that special. Nope, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Um... So their behavior, which is pretty cool, um, as I'm sure, do you know? I think you know that, like, the females are, like, the leaders in their herd. Oh, yeah. 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 So they're led by matriarchs, which are the oldest female in the herd, um, usually, like, the grandma, Uh which is pretty cute. Um, So they're organized into complex social structures most of their herds are females and calves, and then while the males, as they hit puberty and maturity, they end up leaving and going off on their own and either being by themselves forever or they join, like, a little bachelor herd of a bunch of other dudes. That's funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the female calves usually stay with their maternal herd for the rest of their lives, hmm. but occasionally they do split if the herd gets too big. Um, so... Elephants also migrate seasonally, and it's just according to the availability of food and water. Mm-hmm. And the herd will follow the eldest female that's in charge because she's got the memory. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can usually include 6 to 20 members, and that just depends on the food supply. And then if that's when it's like, if it gets too large of a family herd, then that's when they split into smaller groups. But they usually still stay within the same area. So they're not like super like, I'm going to go across the continent. (laughs) (laughs) They usually are in the same little area. Um, Just smaller groups. Nice. And then the matriarch relies on her experience and memory to recall where the best spots of food are and water. And then also the best ways for protection from the elements. And then she's also responsible for teaching the younger members of the herd and how to socialize with the other elephants, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also pay really close attention to the well-being of their members, which is cute. So if there's, like, a weak one or an injured one, the rest of them will, like, go and try and take care of it and, like, protect so it cute. to make sure it gets its health back. Right? Elephants are the best. Elephants are great. They're very community oriented yes they are and very much family first (laughs) um which is cute Uh um so they're considered to be really intelligent species they've been observed showing advanced problem solving skills and demonstrating empathy which is pretty cool Uh and then they also show mourning and self-awareness and it's been said that (laughs) when an elephant sees a person I don't know how true this is. I tried to find backup information. We'll see. If it's wrong, correct me, people. But <laughs> um, it's been said that when an elephant sees a person, it's, like, equivalent to when we see a puppy. 
Okay. Like, the feelings that they resonate with is, like, aw, little person. It's, like, us being, like, aw, puppy. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. So. Which, I mean, if they can demonstrate empathy and self-awareness, it would make complete sense. It does make sense. So. All right. So that gland we talked about earlier. Yep. (laughs) That secretes that fluid. It's important. I'm sure it is, but it's kind of gross. In its own weird way. It is very gross. So males, when they are, um hitting puberty and going through their phases. It's yeah. called um, entering a must or a must. Here we go. It's M-U-S-T-H. Must. Must. <laughs> must. <laughs> it's really awkward. It's a weird word. Must. <laughs> um, they're must period and must <laughs> is Hindi for intoxicated. <laughs> okay. So that's why it's the word it is because when they uh, enter that period... Um, they secrete a fluid from that gland, which is, like, different from the normal fluid. Um, it differs in viscosity. Uh And, uh, I think also color. I think it's usually, like, a green color. I don't know. That's gross. I could be wrong. That's something I heard a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but their behavior becomes very erratic. And they become uncontrollable, even sometimes by their handlers, if they're, like, in captivity in zoos or working elephants of sorts. Um, But their must (laughs) is uh, the time for establishing reproductive hierarchy, which differs from their usual social hierarchy, which is very interesting. So when they're in their must phase, (laughs) their hierarchy changes. Versus, like, when they're not. Super weird. Um, so, a male in must outranks non-must oh, <laughs> males. It's such an odd word to say out loud. Like, it is. Reading it is easy. It's a weird but word. But saying it out loud is so awkward. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, in the wild, males are usually at their prime physical state during must. <laughs> ordinarily, they do the most breeding. Um, so, that's, that's how that gland is important, and also just weird. Even weirder. That is weird. Because of their must <laughs> periods. Weird. I, I imagine it basically being, like, the male's version of a period. Yeah. Because that's, like, when they're, they're ready to how bounce. How long does the must last? I don't know. I don't know either. I think it's just... A short amount of time. <laughs> every few months or every certain amount, you know? Uh-huh. Because they go through different phases of it. Like, they don't mm-hmm. have it just, like, once and they're done. Right. They have it regularly throughout their lives. Weird. It's just at different points. Because I was reading about one of the elephants at the Oregon Zoo, and because of his irregular must cycles, it was really hard to maintain one of his medications. Huh. Which we'll talk about. <laughs> Okay. So, I know they have, like, must cycles in, like, different periods, and I think, I think it just depends on age and weird. <laughs> situations. That's weird. So, I don't know how long of a period it is, though. Yeah. I did not. It's a great question. That's I'll good. find out and let you know later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, on a happier note of their behavior, <laughs> when <laughs> elephants meet, um, they touch the face of elephant, other elephants with their trunks, 
or they intertwine their trunks, which is cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also do something called a trunk shake, which is basically them shaking, shaking hands. That's Because so it's compared to handshaking, and um. it's very helpful because it's a similar function as, like, an assurance of greeting, but also assessing strength. Ah. <laughs> so it's like, you got a firm handshake. <laughs> you got a firm trunk shake there, dude. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I want to take you on. <laughs> or I could take you. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> so it's a happy greeting, but also I don't know. I've got my I've got I'm my eye on you. you. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming at you during months. <laughs> <laughs> um and then they also communicate in a variety of ways, which includes trumpeting calls, body language, scent and touch. So nice. They communicate in a lot of ways, which is nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably very helpful for their little family dynamic. Yeah. We should learn from elephants. We should. We should. We really should. Yes. We, we need to learn from a lot of animals. Honestly. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So their life cycle. Um, African elephants usually become sexually mature at the age of 10 to 12. Asian elephants become sexually mature around the age of 14, um, which is like known as their second decade of life. Mm-hmm. Um because they live for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, a single calf is born to a female once every four to five years. And do you know how long they're pregnant for? Nope. They're the longest pregnancy of any mammal. Um, and it's about 22 months. Ugh. So just under two years. Nope, that sounds terrible. Pregnant for just under two years. Nope. <laughs> right? No, thank you. Right? Nine months is long enough. Yes, it is. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> also, can you imagine the anxiety... Of that, like, I feel like that would just be so much anxiety of, like, so much time for anything to go wrong. Yeah. Ugh. Right? No, thanks. No. Um, so, newborn elephants are about three feet tall, and they weigh about 220 pounds, or 100 <laughs> kg. So, they're really big babies. Yes, they are. <laughs> Which also sounds terrible. Yes. <laughs> no, thanks. Squeezing that thing out? Nope. Yeah. Nope. nope. Nuh-uh. That's literally if you had Lila now, but she was 220 pounds instead nope. of, like, 30. Nope. No, Three feet you. tall. Yep. Ugh! That's, like, more than half <laughs> my <Yeah>. height. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine too. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> okay, so... Um, they nurse with their mouth, not their trunk, which I thought was, like, at first, like, an odd, like, thing to mention, but then I was like, oh, I guess that kind of makes sense, though, because they use their trunk for everything, so, yeah, right. makes sense. That makes to, sense. To, like, mention that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're capable of standing within 20 minutes after being born, and they can walk within an hour, and then after about two days, they're able to keep up with the herd, so. Wow. They're pretty quick on their feet. Yes, they are. Um, they're cared for by the entire herd because they're all related. They're like the aunts and grandmas and mom and things. So pretty cute. And sometimes other siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're cared for by the whole herd. And then elephants, the babies grow really quickly. They gain about two to three pounds a day wow. um, within their first year. So then by the time they're two to three years old, they're about ready to be weaned, which is a long time to nurse. Yes, it is. I don't... I mean, if people nurse their kid to two, three, good for you. Great. But I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. 
after carrying them for two years. I don't want to nurse them for three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. That's like where I'm like, in the brain of a female, I'm like, I already carried you for two years. I don't want to nurse you for Go three more. Away. Especially they like say like they usually will start weaning them when like their little tusks are starting to grow and they're like, oh, see, I don't want to get hurt. poked by the tusks yeah, anymore. Which would, would make sense because some kids bite when they're nursing and I'm yeah, like, ugh. It hurts. Yeah, I'm sure it does. It doesn't feel good. So having like a three-year-old with a full set of teeth or full tusk poking you, I'm good. No thanks. But, you know, to each their own. Anyways, and then elephants can live 80 years um, in captivity, but they usually averagely live about 60 in the wild. So, pretty decent, though. Yeah. Lifespan of a human. Yeah. A healthy human. Yes. <laughs> it's good to point that out. <laughs> healthy human. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. So, here are some crazy cool facts about the elephant. Because mm-hmm. um, everything's cool. But, yes. specific weird things and odd like what um so i mentioned earlier that goats help save them this is how so there is a reserve in africa and they have a bunch of baby elephants that they rescue and save but during the pandemic they were having a hard time getting formula for the babies Uh because they can use like normal human baby formula to feed elephants which is crazy that's cool. Um, yeah, super cool. But they're um, having a hard time getting enough formula during right, a pandemic. Right. So then they checked the chemical compounds of goat milk. And they're like, oh, goat milk will work great. Huh. And there's a bunch of farms in this area that have goats for livestock yeah. <laughs> and selling and stuff. So they just made a deal with all these goat herders and farms to, like, give us milk. <laughs> and huh. so they... Uh, because of those goats, they actually were able to keep and save a bunch of the baby elephants that they'd rescued and other elephants. Um, and then eventually they are able to release those elephants back into the wild and stuff. So goats have helped save elephants. That's cool. And also it helped to save the farms in those areas because of the pandemic. Those locals weren't right. having anywhere to send their goats. Uh-huh. So then it provided a good income for them. But because they have so many elephants and they eat so much... They need more goats, <laughs> but they can't have more goats without running into the problem of the goats eating all the grass. Right. So they're trying to figure out how to get more <laughs> without getting more. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. So it's a funny, weird, like, yeah. we need more, but the land can't have more goats on yeah. it. <laughs> but we need more milk. <laughs> but still, goats have helped save elephants. That's cool. Yeah. Because their milk is healthy for elephants. Nice. Yep. Um, okay, so here's some information about their trunks. Um, it is a combination of their upper lip and nose, and the nostrils are located at the tip of the trunk, and then they're super large and powerful, and they weigh, the trunk itself weighs about 290 pounds, which is about 130 kg, um, and that's for an adult male, and it's capable of lifting 550 pounds. Wow. Which is about 250 kg. Um, it's really dexterous and mobile, and it's also really sensitive. So the proboscis, it's part oh. of, like, the tip of the, like, part of the nose, okay. um, is comprised of 16 different muscles. Wow. And so within the trunk, it's extremely com. it's like an extremely complex network of, like, muscles and nerves and vascles? Yep. Science words. 
Um, you would know these things because you just did a whole bunch of things on yes. muscles. Yes, I did. <laughs> um, and they provide fine movement. Um, so, like, there's, like, one really big one that is, like, what helps it, like, lift and lower, like, on the front and stuff of mm-hmm. it. Um, and then all of these different connective tissues. Um, there's, like, 150 different, like, connective tissue muscles um, that have been counted in cross-section of the trunk. Huh. So, it's capable, or the tip is equipped with little tactical bristles at irregular intervals, which is what helps it be so sensitive. Uh-huh. And then at the end of the trunk, there's, like, this little flap-light projection, which enables it to perform, like, it's really delicate functions such as picking up a coin from a flat surface or cracking a peanut and then blowing the shell away but then picking up the little kernel Uh the tiny little kernel and putting that in its mouth nice (laughs) it's so crazy like i struggle picking up a coin (laughs) right (laughs) like what their little trunk their giant trunks can do that yes (laughs) so easily Uh so ridiculous um so an asian elephant because they only have one of those little tips they usually will use like a grasping method while like where they kind of wrap their trunk around the object uh-huh. and then the african elephant will do more of like that pinching which is kind of like our forefinger and thumb pinching motion hmm. to pick things up cool. um so their breathing and drinking and eating are all vital functions of the trunk and most of their breathing is performed through the trunk rather than their mouth um and they'll also like collect dust and grass and then it sprays it onto themselves to help them protect from bug bites in the sun and they have a super strong sense of smell um and inside the skull elephants possess like from seven to nine nasal turbinals (laughs) um with specialized sensitive tissues um, where humans only have three and dogs have five. So elephants have seven to nine. Wow. Right? So they're better sniffers than dogs. Yeah. Which is impressive because dogs are really good sniffers. They are good sniffers. Um, and then their vocalization originates in the larynx? Linux? Larynx? Larynx. Thanks. That's my guess. <laughs> I'm assuming so. Um, which is a special structure associated, it has a special structure associated it. Um, the Farnigal couch? <laughs> Farnigial? Sure. Here, that word. Pharyngeal? Pharyngeal <laughs> pouch. I'm going to mispronounce that later. That's good. Um, and in the vast majority of mammals, the throat contains nine bones connected to, like, a box-like structure, okay. which is the hyoid apparatus, um, and that supports the tongue and the voice box. Mm-hmm. Elephants only have five bones in the aproid apparatus. Hyboid. Hyboid? Anyways. Um, and then the gap formed by the missing bones is filled by muscles, tendons, and ligaments. Do you just feel like you're back in school being, I like, yes. lectured at? <laughs> <laughs> All these, like, weird words. Yes. <laughs> That's, like, not normal conversation. Uh-huh. Um, and so these looser attachments allow the larynx, what is it? Larynx. Larynx. Thanks. <laughs> um, a degree of freedom which enabled the formation of the pouch word that I can't say. Um, and that's just behind the tongue. So, because of this unique structure, which uh-huh. is, like, super awkward to explain. Yeah. But you had to know. Yes. <laughs> um, they're capable of producing sounds that are super, like, volu- like, they have a lot of control right. over the 
their muscles in there and like making different sounds and like resonating chambers for calls and emitting frequencies below like human hearing. Weird. Mm-hmm. So they can make really, really low, low sounds that we can't hear because they're cool. so low. That's cool. <laughs> right? Um, but they can also make really, really high sounds that we can hear, but not high enough that we can't. Uh-huh. But they're still capable of making really low pitch sounds, frequencies. Huh. Um, which elephants, other elephants, can hear from about two and a half miles away. Wow. So, so low we can't hear it, but elephants can hear it two and a half miles away. <laughs> That's impressive. Uh-huh. Um, one way they make these sounds or other things is that it travels through the ground as well as the air. Um, which make a seismic wave, mm-hmm. which are vibrations in the ground similar to, like, earthquakes or, like, an explosion. Like, you feel the ground rumbling, but it's, like, making the sound. Right. Um, so elephants detect that sound through their bones. Weird. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yep. So, yeah, that's their sounds. Um, and then they can also do that, make... Other sounds like that by banging their trunk on trees or against their own tusks, which I think is funny. <laughs> if you have like these giant teeth and you're just like, you're just, like rattling your tusks, calling for dinner. And then they're able to identify other elephants based on, I don't know if they can identify specific elephants or if it's like, that's my mom over there. I feel like they could. Um from like the two miles so they they know i think they're heard from two miles away as well okay not just a group of elephants right. might be like that's mine yeah um so that's like their trunk and mouth uh-huh. anatomy that's super weird on how all of that works uh-huh. so i don't know how they're capable of not getting water all up in their brain maybe there's like a flappy thing or maybe they just know how much water they can control there like, is, like, a theory that, like, their pouch can also hold extra water, so that's, like, when they, like, reach their trunk into their mouth right. and they suck certain water out, it's, like, coming from a certain pouch, right. like, reserve. Right. So it could be that it just goes into that reserve. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But everything goes up their trunk. <laughs> yeah. How long can they hold their breath? That's a good question. I don't know. Because if they're sucking up water, they're going to have to hold their I mean, I guess they can breathe through their mouth. Yeah. But they normally breathe through their trunk, I guess. They normally do, but they're still... But yeah, they can still breathe through their mouth. And when they're swimming, they use their trunk to breathe above water like a snorkel. Which is so cool. Uh Uh-huh. Which makes me think of Tarzan. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So, let's talk about their teeth a little. Okay. Because we talked about how their trunk or their tusks are teeth. Um, So, they have six sets of cheek teeth. Cheek. Cheek teeth, very cheeky, um, in their lifetime. So, they don't all erupt at once. They, like, have them throughout their life. Okay. Um, and so they're molars and premolars. And at birth, an elephant has two or three pairs of cheek teeth in each jaw. And then new teeth develop from behind and slowly move the old teeth forward. And then as teeth, like, as worn teeth fragment... Um, they either fall out or they end up getting swallowed at one point and pooped out, (laughs) (laughs) which sounds super uncomfortable to poop out a tooth. (laughs) Yep. Um, but I guess, you know, I mean, they do have big teeth, so it'll probably still be as equally painful for us. Yes. Even though they have giant buttholes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, and each new set of teeth is longer, wider, and heavier. 
Um, the last molars they usually get can measure anywhere from like 40 centimeters, which is almost 16 inches. Wow. Yes. And it can be about 11 pounds per tooth. Holy crap. <laughs> That's a big tooth. That is a very big tooth. Um, and then usually the last four molars are the ones that are like remain and are present until they're about 60 years old. Huh. Yep. Weird. So they have so many teeth and then they slowly lose them and then they just get bigger, stronger ones. And then they eventually just, that, that's what they get. Okay. So they don't have just baby and adult teeth. They have a few. <laughs> but still, they get big. Their teeth are huge. That's gigantic. Yeah. 11 pounds. 11 pounds. I want to like get like an 11 pound brick of butter now and be like, that's how big it would be. Because <laughs> just 11 bricks of butter is a lot. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. How, I'm trying to think how old kids were when they were 11 pounds. Well, Lila was 7 pounds, 14 ounces when she was born. Yeah, and mine was only, like, not even three pounds. Yeah. He didn't hit 11 pounds until, like, he was a few months old. Yeah. But even so. Yeah. 11 pounds. Like, the puppies weren't even 11 pounds until they were, like, a few months old. Right. Ugh. 11 pounds. 11 pounds in your mouth. (laughs) Ew. That's a dirty joke in there. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. That'd be a really big one. You said it. Gross. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Just like a mini log. Yeah. That's what it would be. I don't even, (laughs) I don't know how you would fit that anywhere in your body. Anywhere. Nowhere. It would go nowhere. It would. I don't. Nope. Yep. (laughs) So, elephants. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Moving on to happier notes of elephants. (laughs) Um, Elephants are not able to jump or gallop, but they can reach speeds of 25 miles per hour. 40 kilometers per hour. Um, fast. Yeah. So they can get pretty fast, even though they can't gallop. But they're still capable of running. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Their feet are very well adept to carry their great weight. So it's really hard for them to lay down. So they only sleep for a few hours. <laughs> they don't lay down very often. And then while they're standing, they usually just doze for short periods of time. Mm-hmm. So they just take a bunch of little naps <laughs> and one, like, couple hour sleep. That sounds terrible. I wouldn't want to I would get up and down a bunch either. I would not be able to survive like that. As an elephant? I mean, I guess as an elephant, yes. But as a human, no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if I was that big, I also would not want to I wouldn't get up and down. down very much either. No. It sounds hard no. and annoying. Yeah. So, I'm happy to... It's like cows. I feel like they don't lay down very much. Yeah. But on a much, much bigger scale. <laughs> but female elephants are called cows, so... There you go. Correlation. (laughs) All right. Famous ones. So, Tyler, my boss from Insomnia Coffee Company. Yep. um, He plays the accordion. This is a story he told me. Okay. um, Because elephants are also his favorite animal. Nice. Um, And how they became his favorite animal was he got a used accordion, and the person who owned the accordion before him his name was Matthew Mayberry, who was the vet who delivered 
Pappy, which was an elephant at the Oregon Zoo. Uh-huh. And I will talk more about Pecky in just a second. Um, oh, no. Actually, I'm talking about it right now. I lied. <laughs> okay. Um, so, the vet, Matthew Mayberry, Dr. Mayberry, wrote a, like, memoir-like book called Packy and Me. Um, and it's just a bunch of information about the elephant. So, famous elephants. Packy, Oregon Zoo. He was born... To Bell and Thornglaw <laughs> at the Oregon Zoo shortly before 6 a.m. on April 14th, 1962. Wow. Um, and he was the first elephant to be born in North America in 44 years. So it was, like, a really big deal that Packy was, like, being born. Because a lot of people also didn't know how right. long elephants were pregnant for or what it was like to deliver an elephant. Right. So the doctor, like had, like, all these things set up, and he was just, like, sleeping in the room with the elephant, like, just waiting, like, I don't know what to expect. (laughs) Um, but he said it was, like, a super chill birth or whatever, so everything went great. And then Packy was born, and then they, like, announced it on all the radios and everything, and, like, he was in the newspapers and stuff. It was a huge deal. So, um, that's how Tyler became a huge fan of elephants, was because he got his accordion used from that guy. Like, it was, like, in a shop and he found out whose it was and then got the book read it and was like elephants are so cool (laughs) so that's how he became a fan of elephants um so packy over his life he was featured in books parade floats muriel murals murials murials Murials. everyone (laughs) named muriel um murals and songs on his 50th birthday he was knighted by portland's royal rosarians I have no idea who those people are, but it sounds cool. Yeah, it does. Um, so he is now known as Sir Knight Packy. Okay. He is knighted, which is pretty cool. Huh. I don't know who the Royal Rosarians are, but I didn't know you could knight an cool. elephant. I also didn't, but you know, you can do whatever you want, I suppose. That's if you true. have the if, if you, you have, have the, the power. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then in September of twenty sixteen, Packy, um, his culture's tested positive for TB, um, which was his first positive test since his initial diagnosis, which was in 2013. Mm -hmm. So they had been monitoring it and keeping it under tabs for a really long time. And then at one point, his medicine just wasn't really responding anymore. So then he was basically just, he had TB and his, his, uh, what is it they call it? Life, the... What is it they call it? I don't know. <laughs> like when you have to look at how well they're living. Quality of life. There, there we go. go. <laughs> His quality <laughs> of life just wasn't great. So he was 54 years old when he passed away on February 9th of 2017. Um, They had to make the decision to put him down because his quality yeah. of life just wasn't great. Yeah. Um, which was really sad, um, but he it says that he passed away peacefully with the presence of his caregivers that he that had like taken care of him for years, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he was then buried on metro owned property in a peaceful wooded area that is not open to the public. Yeah, that makes sense. Huge grave. That would be a giant. Grave. Packy was huge. I remember seeing him at the zoo. Yeah, they have a memorial of him right now uh-huh. at the zoo too. Like he's a big guy. He's big. I feel like they would need, like, one of those digging construction trucks. Yeah, they would. (laughs) And probably a crane. (laughs) 
big how dude. How else would you get him in there? Right. But wow. that was Packy. So he was a famous one. To me, at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to Oregon, really. To Oregon. To Oregon. And that's where we are. So. Um, and then... Just a few more things and then elephants are over. There's a lot on elephants. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Your favorite animal is a very well-known, well-researched I animal. Know. <laughs> that's why they're so cool. I know. They are super cool. So, um, they have discovered that they can take photos of animals and count them from the satellite. Huh. Which is really exciting because there's a, like, elephant national park in South Africa and they usually... Um, the people who are, like, in charge of keeping track of the elephants, like, have to use, like, low-flying planes and fly over and count how many elephants there to keep track of them and everything. Right. And it takes hours and days to do so. Yeah. But then, with, like, these high-resolution, like, cameras on these satellites, they were able to use the satellites to take pictures of this area and then with, like, the algorithms and stuff of technology, right. then the computers were basically able to count how many elephants were in this area and that's it was cool. accurate to like what the people were able to count so that's a huge exciting thing yeah. that is moving in a good direction to be able to quickly do that kind of work to yeah. keep elephants safe and protect them from terrible terrible things nat get it i think so i'm not sure <laughs> all right so lightning round this is where you get to do your best lightning sounds. Lightning sounds? Mm-hmm. What is your best lightning sound? Uh, You're distracted by nets. I am. <laughs> I didn't get it, though. I don't know how to make a lightning sound. Like, <laughs> Some people make, like, laser sounds. I like it. <laughs> Perfect. Lightning round! <laughs> Just pretend you're Thor and you're summoning all the lightning. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I love it. Um, so the African savanna elephant is the largest elephant species. Elephants tusk. This is basically a rapid fire facts at you. Okay. Short ones. Uh-huh. Elephant tusks are just enlarged incisor teeth made of ivory, which we talked about. Um, tusks shapes are, or the tusks, their shape and size are inherited, which is cool. Um, males will only reach their full size by the time they're the age of 35 or 40. It's a really long time for them to be full grown. Mm-hmm. Um, their skin is very thick. It's 2.5 centimeters thick in most places. And their folds and wrinkles help them to retain water up to 10 times more than flat skin does, which helps them to stay cool and nice. protect themselves from sunburns. Oh. Um, the heaviest pair of tusks ever recorded, um, a.k.a. heaviest pair of teeth, mm-hmm. of a not-extinct animal... <laughs> extant or whatever it was uh-huh. um belongs to an african elephant belonged to an african elephant and it was recorded in 19- 1897 and together the pair of tusks weighed 465 pounds wow and one from the 1900s was a single tusk so one single tooth weighed 250 pounds on its own um which wow. is the single heaviest tooth of a modern animal yeah. And then the elephant's temporal lobe, which is an area of the brain, uh-huh. um, which is associated with memory, is larger and denser than that of a human's. Yeah. And one study says that um, that they were able to see that elephants are able to recognize themselves in a mirror. So. Nice. 
Elephants. They are keystone species and help to maintain biodiversity of the ecosystems that they inhabit. Um, so they're able to, like, clear pathways in foresty areas for other animals to go through. Their footprints can be micro, like, ecosystems for tadpoles mm. and insects. So they, yeah. like, make their own little ecosystems with just walking. That makes sense. Um, That's cool. So they're super important, and so the Wildlife Foundation is working with Africa to protect the elephants. Um, they are trying to make safe habitats for them and create, like, corridors for elephants to be able to migrate safely. They're working with locals to put up solar-powered electric fences and also beehives because elephants hate bees um, to keep them out of certain areas to keep them safe. Okay. Um. <clears throat> Bees are good, but I also don't like bees because I don't want to get stung. So. so you would make a good elephant. I would make a good elephant. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's like, you would make a good elephant. You wouldn't make a good elephant. You would make a good elephant <laughs> constantly back and forth. Yeah. Um, and then they're also regularly survey, like watching them with GPS collars to track their movements to keep both the elephants and the people safe. Okay. Um, and they're trying to make sure that they... Are doing everything they can to stop illegal poaching and making sure that they can't get to illegal buyers and dealers and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that way they're no longer an issue in that way. So yep. That is how they're helping. So if you want to help, you can share this podcast with people. You can donate to the Wildlife Foundation. Whatever you want. Elvins need our help because they're really cool. They are super cool. And they're Jules' favorite animal. My favorite. Your favorite. Your favorite. And that is elephants. Yay. That was a lot of info. I'm sorry. It's okay. It but they're really cool. Yeah, really cool. And now you have lots of reasons to make them your favorite animal. Go team. Yeah. Well, until next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me, animal lovers. And also, thank you to my special guest this week. Please rate, review, and tell all your friends so I can continue with your support and sharing fun animal facts with you. I would love to hear from you. Your stories, your experiences, any suggestions you might have. Also, I would love to see any fun, cool art you guys do. You can email them to me at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow Animal Facts Podcast on Instagram for updates, cool art, and other fun animal-related news. Click the link in the description for the resources, the donation links to saving the different animals we talk about, merchandise, and other fun things. A special thank you to my family for my really fun drum rolls, my best friend Jewel for my awesome music, and to my guests for joining me in my animal passions. Thank you again, animal lovers, for listening and supporting me in my animal discoveries and adventures. And until next time, bye! So your random fact has nothing to do oh, with elephants. I'm going to tell you the fact. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to show you a picture. Oh, gosh. Okay. So, fun fact. Most whales and dolphins have hair on them, which I did not know. I did not know that. Right? In particular, there is a specific dolphin called the Amazon River Dolphin, also known as a pink dolphin. Okay. And they have hair on their snout, almost like whiskers to that of a kitten or a walrus. And it's believed that they use them for sensory 
things to locate prey and mur- like because they're in murky river water. Right. There's a picture of them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> They're so chunky, too. They're so funny. They literally look like a pig doll. Yeah, they do. They're just like naked, wrinkly, chunky, river, weird looking dolphins. I saw it and I just laughed so hard at this picture. (laughs) This is so weird. That's a real animal. (laughs) I feel like if I saw that in the wild. I would be so scared, though. Right? It looks huge. Yeah. I don't know how big it actually is. But I looks... also don't know. I just know but it has like hair. super chunky. <laughs> it looks super weird. It looks like a little naked mole rat dolphin. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, I just, I had to show you the picture because it's so funny. <laughs> oh, man. Cool.